Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the only podcast that you're listening to right now. That's right, I go for that one again. I am your host for this morning, evening, afternoon, night, whatever time you're listening to my beautiful tones. Or if you're watching us on Twitch, hello, you're seeing my beautiful face. I need a bit of a trim of the beard, don't you think? Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's what, what, dirty trying to me to wrap off my intro? How dare <laughs> no, you? No, no, no. Who's there? We're on Twitch. Just keep going. <laughs> What did I say? <laughs> anyway, uh, and of course, I am joined by two other beautiful voices. Ah, oh, mm, they're so lovely, like ASMR right up your ear hole. Uh, we have Diddy Dutram. Hello, Frank Walker from National Tiles. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful ASMR. Hello. <laughs> that track releasing immediately after this podcast, just that on loop. And then you have it at various volumes just to enjoy it. And of course, that other voice is Fuzzy Dan. Hello. <laughs> Frank Walker from National Tile. Don't steal my shtick and me joke. <laughs> <laughs> Both. I just needed to continue no. on the beautiful ASMR. We, we like, needed to do it You can together. have Judy coming out of one ear, me coming out of the other ear, and just together, it's stereophonic Frank Walkers. So yeah. I like Together it, it makes it. one giant hello. Said it's it's an audio track. We're releasing all our voices as part of one. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, that is of course the three of us who will be uh, entertaining you right now. Um, so, lads, yes. what have you been up to this week? Tell me a story. Tell me something interesting. Story. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Well, did he spend all his money? So <laughs> let's start with that one. I bought. I, I, I started a new job. Um, I'm loving it. It's a lot of fun. It's busy, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I got a, a, a decent payout from my old job. Got taxed more than I fucking thought I would. Um, but I'll get it all back. Cyrus will make it back. Um, and yeah, no, nah, I bought uh, my brother's VR headset, to which he charged me fifty dollars less than a brand new one. Bargain. Um, I bought flight sticks. That were like 200 bucks to play Star Wars Squadrons VR with flight sticks. That's a lot of fun. Um, I bought, spent a lot of money on work clothes that I didn't actually need, um, which is which is great. Uh, and I bought three hot toys. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, just for anyone who's non-hot toy literate, um, how much do these things go for? Because three doesn't sound like too many. Depends on what you get and depends on if it's new or if it's popular or whatever. So let's say Mandalorian Boba Fett, like when we first see him put on the armor, the acid soaked armor and, and he's he's a badass. Uh that's about three fifty, three sixty for him, right? Okay. Yep. I bought Aquaman from Justice League, Batman from Justice League. So what, like twenty bucks? Did Superman. The, did they Justice give League. you money to take it away for Well, him? that's the thing, right? Before Zack Snyder's Justice League came out and it was Justice League those figures you could pick up for like 190 bucks because that movie sucked, no one liked it, and the figures were just like, just fucking take them. Then, of course, Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, people loved it, and people just went, people are going to want to buy these things, and they I now don't... go for a lot of money. I loved it? I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Like, Don't speak for all people. Tolerate it. Some people. Tolerate it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's, yeah, people People watch that, that version of Justice People League. watch that movie. Yeah. Yes. That's and, um, <laughs> and yeah, pe- people wanted to, to get those figures, and, you know, Hot Toys aren't going to re release those figures or anything like that. So they went from like 190 bucks because they couldn't get rid of them to $450. Uh, Second hand. 
uh, I mean, you're practically losing money if you don't buy these things, dude. That's how I well, see it anyway. Like, That's I, how I, you should I looked be online, justifying I looked it. online and like on eBay and stuff like that. They had like, you know, Aquaman, brand new, not you know, n- not removed out of box, 650 bucks. I'm like, I'm not spending that. And there's these really rinky, not rinky dink, but like those those game worlds. Ridgy ditch. Yeah, ditch. Those game worlds that are in <laughs> shopping centers. And sometimes they have like the hot toys above, you know, the, above the counter and stuff like that. And I walked past John, John. a local one and I saw Aquaman. I was like, oh, they don't know what they've got and how much they go for. Um, so I picked him up for 400 bucks and then they checked through their system. They're like, yeah, we got a Superman at Northland. So I drove to Northland and picked up the Superman. And then uh, I picked up a Batman. But I'm contemplating, like, do I open the Superman or do I leave him in his box? Because I am getting a black suit Superman later. The box, the box. The box, the box. I mean, if I know anything about extremely nerdish, like, collectors, the box is everything. You've got to keep it in the box. Yeah, not only it's the Hot Toys. It's the box and it's the shipper box. So the box that goes around the box can devalue it so you haven't even like opened the thing to see if it's actually the thing that you got uh you can open it up and like slide it out without taking it out of the like out of the shoe box if you will like it's got a window um but yeah if you're selling a figure that's brand new but it doesn't have the shipper box some people will go like well that's a hundred dollars knocked off right there because what's going to protect the box I'm like i don't know bubble wrap another box that isn't oh, the shipper box nerds. Yeah. Oh, you fucking nerds hurt my brain. Yeah, like, someone seriously. gets so like, butthurt. One box is enough. One box is enough. Just the outside box, I don't care how fucking damaged it is, that's enough. I don't care about fucking corrugated cardboard boxes. Like, go fuck yourselves. Like, the toy is the important thing, not the fucking packaging. Yeah, I, uh, I was doing the math the other day, and I was like, oh, I still really want to get a motorbike. And Mon goes, why don't you just sell all your figures and get a motorbike? And I'm like, no, because I'd sell all my figures and then I'd have a fat wad of cash to buy a motorbike and you'd go, half of that has to go into the mortgage. And I'd be like, no, this is mine. And bop her on the nose with it. But see, I love how your immediate response is, well, fine then, I'll just buy three hot toys. I mean, I, I, was, I, was, yeah, I was talking to Mon about it. And she's like, I was like, I, I, hot toys. And she's like, neither. <laughs> I'm gonna say you say this. I I'm on Mon's side here, buddy. I don't get, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Money right. goes into the mortgage. <laughs> yeah, I still pay me mortgage. Don't worry. <laughs> Look, I I'm 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 torn here. With, <laughs> I will say that if there is spare money lying around, because this is just play money. This is play money. There is money that yeah, there's money that you put aside for for things, and then everything else is play money. So I'm I'm with duty on here. Yeah, and with with, with my- <laughs> commit it early, and then there's no. Sorry, I've already spent it. Sorry, you can't put money that you've already spent into the mortgage. Yeah, with with my job as well. There's bonuses at the end of the year, and Mon goes, "Ooh, bonuses!" No one, ah, I fucking worked hard for that. That's mine. <laughs> I've already committed that play money. Yep, big ass statues. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, of course, we've been watching Boba Fett. I finished watching Sweet Home, the Korean monster show on Netflix. If any of you guys started watching that yet, that uh, ended pretty pretty well. Um, and pretty, I was sitting there like, "What the what the fuck is happening?" Um, so it looks like they're setting up a season two. Um, Fuck. Married at First Sight's just started, guys. Get on board. Still waiting for the random episode that pops up where we see Ian on it. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck. That's that's really it. That's I think, yeah, really it. And um, playing video games. You know. Big Batman video last week that uh, sapped all of my energy. And now I'm playing Ready or Not. And Ready or Not's a lot of fun. I'll talk about that on, the, on Noob. Um, yeah, that's about it. Excellent! What a week, mate. You've been uh, you've been a busy boy. Yes, yes. Indeed. 
<laughs> Fuzzy Dan. Uh, look, uh, I, I would say the nerdiest stuff I've done this week, watched a bunch of uh, TV shows. I started watching The Legend of Vox Machina. Um, it's the new uh, cartoon um, TV show that's been made by uh, a bunch of podcasters. I think they're called Critical Hit. Um, they did like a D&D type podcast. Oh, right. And they, um, they've, they've made their you know one of their games into a, uh, a TV show. And it's... It's okay. It's it's severely okay, um, is is all I can say about it. Um, very interesting animation style. They've tried to go over the top where uh, with swearing and sex and all the that? rest of it, and yeah, violence. So there's a lot of that stuff in there, but it's it's very in your face, and it feels like they're trying a little bit too hard. But um, it's it's interesting. I'd, I'd recommend anyone's into to. Um, animated shows to give it a check out it's uh, it's pretty Is it on uh netflix um yeah it's around somewhere <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely around somewhere duty that's all i can yeah, say fair enough. um so, uh so watch that um watch the end of ozark um would uh well the first half of season four of ozark so if you haven't watched any of ozark strongly recommend you get into it it's just fucking what's great. it about so, i keep seeing it pop up that and that fucking yeah that, there's one that Mon's watching the neighbor across the street with Kristen Bell or Kristen Stewart or uh, Good Place. Good Place, yep. yeah. I've not watched that. I've heard that's. I've heard good things about it. But um, Ozark is about essentially about a guy that uh, is doing money laundering for a Mexican cartel. Right. Um, and yeah, basically, I, I don't want to go into too much detail about, about it. But they they move from Chicago to a place called the Ozarks, which is like. Uh, they call it the Hillbilly Riviera. So it's this beautiful place in the middle of mm. um, uh, of America that's just, you know, big lakes and all sorts of stuff. And they basically start money laundering for the mob and run afoul of the local criminal organisations. So lots of people getting shot, lots of money going around, lots of things happening, double dealings, people just being complete cunts to each other. It's great. I love it. So um, very, very bitchy show, but, uh, but great to watch. So... <laughs> Yeah, definitely check that out. Um, yeah, a bunch of new stuff that started up again. Um, Righteous Gemstones, uh, The After Party, Resident Alien Season 2, uh, Raced by Wolves Season 2. There's there's a bunch of really cool TV show that started up, so that's, uh, that's fun. Um, and I finished watching a series uh, of Australian TV shows called uh, Mr. In Between. Um, and if you haven't watched that, that is super fun as well. It's a about basically a, a hitman who's trying to balance his regular life with being a hitman. So, yeah, I, uh, it's quite fun. Definitely recommend it. Black comedy styles, like some really dark stuff goes on. Uh, lots of people get shot, and um, yeah, it's really cool. Nice. Mm. Yeah, so lots of fun TV going on. What about you, Tom? Uh... I actually haven't really watched that much stuff. Um, I watched the first three episodes of Murderville, um, which is the new Will Arnett uh, TV series. Oh, yeah, we we used to, uh, that's one where it's, it's scripted, right? Yeah, it's scripted, and they get on a uh, guest star who has no script. Um, it essentially follows the same uh, routine in every um, episode. So the first three episodes is it's they ex- uh, introduce the guest star sort of the backstory thing. They introduce the murder. They give you hints about the murder. And then they go and interview three people. And then from those conversations, the guest star has to guess who actually committed the murder. Uh, Interesting. Um, Yeah, it's it's a bit of fun. 
it's not to be honest it's not as hilarious as i was hoping it would be but it is funny um it's a bit of fun uh it's all released i think it's uh six episodes and each episode's about half an hour long so it's not exactly uh a large time investment if you're wanting to watch it um i think i will say i think with with one of these things like they they i looked at some of the people like that they brought in to do the you know the acting and the you know and, and have no script and they got people like Marshawn Lynch, who's a you know American football player who's trying his hand at acting, I suppose you'd say. Um, they had Sharon Stone. They had um, a couple of others that were really weird choices. I think you really need to get somebody who's done like improv comedy mm. in to do those things to at least be able to improvise a bunch of their shit. Like, I don't think an American football player as talented as he might be at reading lines is going to be any good at improvising funny situations so he's episode two and he's probably the weakest of the first three because episode one is um uh conan okay there you go perfect he would be fucking perfect for that kind of stuff like he's a funny person naturally if you're doing a comedy show about something you bring in a comedy improviser and episode three is what's his name uh the guy who got ripped for the eternals um uh kamal nanjiani yes he's episode three and he's 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 great in it as well See, I mean, that's like, you know, funny people, like well, comedians, comedians or improv comics, like they, they are the people that you want for this. Not Sharon fucking Stone, who is a very average <laughs> actress to say the least. So, you know, unless she's uncrossing her legs at some point, I don't know what acting talent she's got. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be curious to see what the, uh, the next couple of episodes are like. Um, mm. Other than that... Uh, let me uh, quickly. Oh, I watched a couple of episodes of um, uh, Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. Jonathan Van Ness? Yeah. <laughs> the guy from um, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. uh, with the long hair and the beard. Uh, so I watched that with Siobhan and he does it. It's sort of like um, it's a very similar premise to... Uh, uh, what's his? Uh, I'm terrible with names today. Uh, the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Um, oh, it's okay. a very similar premise. premise. Okay, they yeah. pick a subject and then they go and explore it and go and visit factories or those sort of things. In fact, it it is that show um, just with a different person, <laughs> um, or it seems very similar. Like they do a little bit different with it. Um, I don't think it's as good. Um, like, it was fine. It was enjoyable. Um, but I don't think he has the same... He doesn't have the same quirkiness to him as Jeff Goldblum. Um, and that's saying yeah. something, because he's quirky as well. You know Jeff Goldblum's uh, <laughs> in a band? I'm not surprised. It's, it's, it's He's got, like, a jazz band. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, other than that, majority of my f- spare time has been sunk into... Uh, Halo. So uh, that 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 that's what I've been doing. Oh, and I got my new TV that arrived. Nah, uh, yes. With no TV remote, screws, or instructions. I'm so mad. I called JB High. So what you what you've got there is a very expensive OLED screen. Just like just the screen. It's a fucking paperweight in the corner. You can see it over there. Now I've got to ask the question because I know that like with some of the Apple products they bought out um, recently, mm-hmm. you could buy the monitor, but you had to buy the monitor stand uh, separately. Yeah, that's that was a, right. a, a, 
is that what you've got yourself into here, Tom? Did you did you not read the fine print and realise it doesn't come with the stand? It's like an extra eighty dollars add-on. It's got to stand in the remote on the box. Yeah, it can show it on the box. So oh, you, look, so it does it have a little sold separately. Do you not have a stand it? as well? Son of a bitch, huh? No, did no, no. Not- <laughs> no, I've got the stand. I don't have the screws to attach the stand. Just go to Bunnings. No, they're fucking screws. How am I going to turn it on? Hey, screw you! All right. <laughs> As it, as it got like a because for for like Apple TV and your phone you can just turn it on with your phone. Is there like an app you can use to turn it on with your phone? I don't know. I want my proper TV back. There is absolutely apps for that, dude. You can are, buy yeah. like universal remote. But there's a high probability phone. I'm going to have to send it back. So what's the point in doing that? Well, maybe they just send you the screws in the remote. No, they won't because you need to encode it to the TV. No. You can pretty much tune those things in pretty pretty quickly, though. Well, that's what I'm... I am wondering that. I am wondering whether they will send it to us and then instructions on how to encode it or not because I have never had to encode a TV remote. Well, you know what you could do? If it's anything like a garage door remote, those things are easy. Boop! We know what we could do is steal Ian's remote and see if it works on your TV. That's what we used to do when I was a kid is because we'd have two Foxtel units is I'd take the downstairs remote and change the remote to change what mum and dad were watching on the downstairs and I'd run upstairs. Uh, yes, because you guys now obviously bought the uh, the same television at the same time without talking to each other, right? We did. We did. Yeah, not the only one too. I know another person who bought the exact same thing. It was a good deal. <laughs> the motherfucker's got G Sync on it. Whoa! Ooh, G Sync. <laughs> <laughs> says Fuzzy and, and, Fuzzy and I are nice big monitors that have had them for ages <laughs> as have I yeah but you know he spent a lot of money on the television it's like Ian being like oh I'm gonna I'm like you, you have two 65 inches <laughs> uh, one 65 inch one 55 in the bedroom yeah. don't, don't be judging me by an expensive TV Mr Hot Toys yeah. yeah, no, you can't talk, yeah. buddy. <laughs> you you have lost the moral high that's ground. That's the yeah. argument you win on that hill, yeah. <laughs> he has um, the high ground now. But yeah, other um, than that, I haven't been watching anything because I've been uh, addicted to my Halo games. <laughs> he hasn't watched anything because well, he can't that- turn his TV on. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, watching things is a great segue into a piece of news I wanted to talk about. Have you guys seen the latest advertisement uh, from Netflix? I think it came out like yesterday or the day before, where it was advertising um, a bunch of new movies that they're going to bring out in 2022. Oh, is this the thing you tagged me in? No, something else. Basically, it's it's like three minutes long, and it's basically shots um of all these you know famous people doing you know famous things doing these new movies um and during the movies instead of actually saying their lines for the movies they're actually talking to directly to camera and saying this netflix ad and it's like oh it's really exciting welcome to this world and blah 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 blah, blah. and it's so fucking stupid um but they are bringing a bunch of new movies out uh this year um that look all very much like they belong directly on netflix <laughs> Oh, good. Um, so they have things like Enola Holmes 2. Um, I don't know. Did we review Enola Holmes on this show? No. I, I, uh, I walked okay. past the living room one day with my parents-in-law watching it, and I stopped. I did one of those, like, stop, what are you guys watching? And uh, yeah. is this is this yeah. the Sherlock Holmes daughter thing? The, uh, no, S- younger sister. sister. Yeah. Ah, right, yeah. right, right, right. And Henry Cavill was yeah. in it, yeah? Yeah. 
Yeah, I forgot that existed. Yes, so they're they're bringing it back. Um, Look, I I watched that. It's a very good and perfectly fine family movie. I think it's perfectly fine for the audience they're aiming it at, which is young kids. So if, yeah, great great for them. They're going to get some more Enola Holmes. So that's coming out this year. Um, We've got uh, the Knives Out 2 trailer. I think that's coming directly to um, Netflix. Yep. Um, They've got, what else have we got here? Um, a new movie called The Adam Project. Um, so Sean Levy um, is the guy that did Free Guy. So he directed that. He's producing <clears throat> another uh, Ryan Reynolds joint um, about something. You know, it looks stupid. Um, so that's, yeah, that's happening. Um, they're doing a black and white movie called All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, that's an old movie that's being redone. So, yep great for them um it's i will say it is a wash of movies that are very very average and b grade except so for maybe not directing like maybe yeah maybe um there's a movie called day shift now i don't know if you guys have ever seen the um there's an old russian movie called night shift no um and there's a russian movie called night shift and a sequel called day shift which is all about vampires and fighting vampires in russia quite fun quite an enjoyable one um they're bringing out a movie called day shift um, which is apparently unrelated to all of that, but it stars Jamie Foxx as a vampire hunter. So, you know, unrelated to the uh, original ones. Um, he is described as a hardworking blue-collar dad who is, you know, doing a pool cleaning job by day and vampire hunting by night. So, yeah. I mean, it could be laughable. No, no. I mean, in the year of our Lord 2022, when you bring in a movie called Blade this year, uh, like, I mean, I don't know if you can do that. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not a massive fan of Jamie Foxx. I don't think he's done a lot of good lately. Like, he's done some amazing films, but... Electro. Not, not lately. It was good as Electro. His teeth clicked together. He was good as Electro in this latest movie. Yeah. He wasn't good as Electro in the first one. Uh, he was good in um, uh, Django. Yeah, oh, I mean, like I said, he's, he's good. He does a lot of good movies, but he hasn't done a lot of good lately. So um, he's but he's got like uh, maybe seven or eight movies in product like post production right now. So he's gonna it's gonna be a big year for Jamie Foxx movies, just flooding the market. He didn't. I don't think he really uh, had anything in the last year, did he? Uh, last year he had um, Spider-Man, he was in did he do Soul? Um, a couple of TV shows. Yeah, he did Soul, but that was 2020. Um, he did that Robin Hood, that awful Robin Hood movie uh, yes. um, as Little John. That was 2020 um, as well, wasn't it? No, that, uh, was... no, that was back in 2018. Yeah. Oh. And then Baby Driver before that. And he was good in Baby Driver. Yeah. Like, he was one of the best parts of that movie, so... Um, yeah, so I don't know, he's he, he's hit and miss. Oh, and that is, Project uh, Power Netflix movie that was twenty twenty. Yeah, well. woof. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's coming through. Um, yeah, there's a movie called uh, The Gray Man, which I'm not sure what that's about. It's a uh, uh, it feels very John Wicky, Mister Nobody ish, uh, but it stars Duty's favorite actor Ryan Gosling. Um, so he's supposed to be this like. Uh, like a psychopathic like CIA guy just like supposed to be able to look like anybody kind of thing so hence the grey man so that could be interesting Um, and we've got uh, Duty's favourite director Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio 
Um, and that's actually the title of the movie. It is oh called Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. He, like, just call it fucking Pinocchio. Is he directing it or is he producing it? Um, I believe he is directing it. I think it's going to be, from what we've seen so far, like Ewan McGregor uh, is acting as Jiminy Cricket and he's basically at stop motion and he is a little cricket, like an actual cricket living inside the body of Pinocchio, which I, do, I just, it's going to get fucking weird is all I can say. So it's sound like the, little, the video um, game Little Nightmares. Yeah, it could be. Um We've got a Kevin James movie um, where he's an NFL coach. Oh, um, we've got a Adam Sandler movie where he's a basketball coach. <laughs> um, yeah, there's just... And then a bunch of absolute crap. So, yeah. I Wait, and then a bunch of absolute crap? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It, goes, it gets worse from there. There's a fucking J-Lo movie in there. Um, the J-Lo yeah, Owen Wilson movie? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I didn't even I think look. We, we got asked if we wanted to go see that, and I was like, no, nah, it's, not, it's not really our audience. Uh, it, is that the one called The Mother? Or was that the nah, one we got asked it to was, see? It was, no, the, it was a wedding one where J-Lo is J-Lo. Like, or she's a fictional version of basically herself. She's a, she's a music performer. Uh, or she's a oh, musician. Okay. Um, and she's at a concert, and Owen Wilson is at the concert. He's holding a sign saying, will you marry me? And she goes, yeah, you know what? Sure. And they get married. And then it's... It's like every other rom-com movie you've seen starring Ashton Kutcher and Cameron Diaz. Oh, good Lord. It's literally called Marry Me. <laughs> That's one. We got asked if we wanted to go see wow. that. Like, no, I'm good. Yeah, no, nah, we're but guys, fine. Guys, Down Abbey 2, not too far away. That was a, fu- that was a fucking <laughs> great movie. There's a, there's a show called, uh, there's a movie called The School for Good and Evil, which apparently is some sort of uh, fantasy book series, so... Who knows? Um, could be like a million of the other things that have come through. Um, uh, look, there is a Rebel Wilson movie in there as well. I don't want to go into too much no. detail on that. It just sounds terrible. But yeah, so there's a bunch of different stuff. Um, I'd recommend checking out the um, uh, the trailer, at least, from Netflix, uh, because it does go through a bunch of those shows and yeah, you sort of see different actors doing different things. So there may be something in there for you. I think there's a little bit for everybody, but... They all look very much like, you know, like you said before with that Jamie Foxx movie, Project Power. It looks like it's all on par, like that mm. level of budget. It's almost a good movie, but it's also almost like they spent the least amount of money possible to make what it is they're trying to make. Like, uh, what was that? Bright, that Will Smith orc cop movie. Yeah, that was woof. <laughs> I, still, I was talking about that the other day with one of my mates. And uh, I, I love going back to the tweet that the uh, original writer and creator of that um, of Bright put out at one stage. He's like, man, I've just finished the script and I'm going to say if it, it works out the way I think it is, it's going to be like that my Star Wars. It's like he thought that this was going to be like open up a whole universe of Bright-esque movies that he could you know build on the Brighterverse. And it, it, it didn't work out. You thought wrong. <laughs> <laughs> something about having your lead actor having prosthetic teeth and not being able to speak all his lines was probably a big problem probably something about a buddy cop movie that's also medieval and then a big blue light shining into the sky like every movie that'd come out in the past 10 years <laughs> oh, that released during the age of the big blue light yeah the big blue light 
Yeah, it's weird. Make it bigger and bluer. Yeah, so there you go. Netflix news, uh, it's all happening on there in 2022. Mm. Yeah, so uh, maybe we can quickly talk about another thing that's coming out to one of our streaming services. We did have the trailer, or the second trailer actually, for the new Halo series coming to Paramount Plus that released this week. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Uh, as I said uh, in our group chat, I can't tell if it looks amazing or awful. Um, <laughs> it looks. Amazingly awful, yes, that sounds exactly right. right. It, it looks. The CG in it doesn't look that great but it looks like it's something it's a subject matter that i enjoy so i think that it could have like a sg1 is what i sort of implied and then you uh agreed with me fuzzy that uh sg1 is definitely <laughs> something special um oh look i mean i i don't get me wrong I, I know there's a lot of fans of that series and they very much enjoyed it it is low budget sci-fi at its best and you know they made it work they they did like a bunch of seasons for it like it's like oh it went for ages and then yeah. all the spin so, I mean, and then all the spin-offs i i don't know if there's an audience necessarily for halo or a halo tv show um i mean they they did red versus blue and it worked really well i mean if they could bring some of that to tv like live action red versus blue totally fine but I feel like they're going to try and go dark and gritty on this, and I just don't think it's going to work. I, I think they made so, a very uh, interesting com- uh, decision because they're doing it with the Covenant. They're doing it with they, the Chief as well. Yes, well, they, they, but they could have saved themselves <clears throat> a considerable amount of money and done a series that's based before the events of the Halo Ring, where it actually goes through the Super Soldier plan. It goes through how they were used to tackle insurgencies human insurgencies rather than alien ones and actually build on the law of the games rather than specifically have the covenant or have the covenant sort of come in at the end and that way they would have been able to have humans not have to spend all their budget on the aliens so what you're talking about there is really the master chef like you know in training yeah master chef high i uh i saw a, it was 40 a pretty, million dollar budget apparently it was a pretty decent meme it's that um it's that shot from the original Spider-Man film where Green Goblin and, Sp- and Spider-Man are talking and like Spider-Man's knocked out and Green Goblin's like leaning up casually against that fence going, there's 80 million people in this city. But the line was, the Halo series is not made for Halo fans. It's made to bring the general audience into Halo. So you're gonna get mad. <laughs> and I just went, yeah, you're probably right. Like, that's what they do with everything. Well, like, clearly, the, yeah. yeah. In the trailer, in the trailer, it showed... Uh, him finding a relic and a random thing and then talking about halo arrays and stuff like that so it's clearly not following it doesn't look like it's following the actual story that's in the books that's in the and that's a problem that's a massive problem when you've got such a rich history of this game and this like this property and you start going out on your own fucking directions that's a problem. Yes. Like, just is. follow so, that. Follow the, the thing has, that's been carefully laid out and like put down that fans love. Don't make your the, own fucking show out of nothing. There are like, so many books. Bullshit. There are six games. Five of those games you can probably use for story. Actually, no, there's more than five games. There's six games. There's seven. Seven? Because there's one, two, two three, Halo five, Wars, six, and five, Reach. Ha- oh, actually, yes. Yeah, so there's nine games. Yeah. Um. So... And I'm pretty... You've got enough story in there that you can pick out a fucking eight episodes of a TV well, show. So right? many, I think there's so many books now. <laughs> um, 
So would it be better if this mo- oh, 20, movie... 20 this, books. There's 20 Halo books. If this series was set in a alternate universe? No, because that's not established. See, now you're saying how... So not the 6 you, no, yeah, you're saying how angry <laughs> I was getting yeah, about no, 6 I get, you, I, I get you, but Marvel and DC have established multiverses. Yeah, well, you know... Fucking don't. This is this is the same thing for me. Now you understand my pain. I will say though, some of the some of the um, production values looks pretty cool. I've wa- I'm watching the trailer. I've just got it going on repeat in the background, and it makes me sort of want to play the game. But I also See, know that I, yeah that I don't like the game. You know what it makes you want to do? It makes me want to get one of the fucking helmets because the helmet looks fucking cool. Should I get my helmet? Yeah, you do have a helmet. Yeah, <laughs> I um, do. I have two two helmets. Well, Shabon has a helmet, and I have a helmet. Um. The uh, blood on the visor is actually pretty cool. It's yeah. cool to see him with the actual. It's um. So Tom, you said you said it was um. It was a fifty million dollar budget. Fifty yeah. million dollars. Forty. Yeah, that's that's a problem as well that I have for this one. Like, I don't like. I mean, you look at most of the like. You know, I'll talk about series like Game of Thrones or um, the Lord of the Rings or the Wheel of Time they did recently. They're all like massive, massive budgets with like, I think they're talking like fifteen million to twenty million dollars an episode kind of thing. Like they're big, big budget shows. Fifty million dollars doesn't actually feel like a lot for no, a TV show these days. How many episodes? And, is especially it? something like on big spectacle and it could only know, be like four CG episodes, and right? all the rest of it. Ten. Ten. All right. Well, the master's it's not a lot of budget for a for a CG spectacle. No, so it's they're going to do a lot of. Like, like you say, you know, especially if they're going to bring in, you know, the Covenant and all the rest of it, I think that's, yeah, that, that, that could be a little bit of a problem. Is the flood in it as well? There's a girl and there's tentacles around her. No, those are, I'm pretty sure those are, um, uh, you know, hunters. Our hunters are actually worm colonies in armor. Really? Yeah. Hunters yeah. Are, are from a worm world and then they put armor over the top of the worms. So I they're did not entirely know that. worms. I thought it was the the, the flood, because they're all tentacly as well. No, I don't think the flood... Tentacles. They'd be mad to introduce the flood in here. They wouldn't have been mad to put the flood in infinite. They might tease the flood at the end. Like, that'll be the teaser for season two kind of thing. Like, tease them right at the end of the, like, last episode. I'm curious to watch it, because, yeah, I I, um, don't think it's any mystery to know that I have been a massive Halo fan since the first one. Um, I'm a big fan of Halo in the universe, um, so I am keen to see it. I am probably going to be one of the butt hurt nerds, and then yes, and then, <laughs> and then yes. Once I actually respond to it, then Duty can have a go at me for being. I won't. A, I'm, uh, I'm not having a go. I'm not being one of those guys. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Now you know what. I, now you know what I'm on about. Now you can stop fucking picking it with me, <laughs> bitch. We'll see. We'll see when it comes out. I'm all for them being able to change a story if it's better than the original. If it's not, I will have an issue. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and I guess other than that, um, we are running a little bit long in the tooth here, so I will quickly jump into one of the other ones, because I think it's worth mentioning. That uh, uh, PTA, or Peter, uh, going after Jackass Forever um, for a whole heap of stuff that they've done in that film. Well, getting um, snakes to bite them. Getting st- aggravating snakes, aggravating scorpions, uh, aggravating bees, aggravating bulls, um, using animals for monetary value 
um, by causing them discomfort. Uh, and they they had already gone after them from the trailer, um, and now the movie has been released. They're going after Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O specifically, I think. Because they're the two um, biggest ones that have a lot of money. Yeah, for, an- for animal cruelty allegations. Um, so I'm pretty sure they've done most of that stuff in other jackasses before, though, right? Yeah. They've done, like, yeah, rodeo stuff and, yeah. like Steve-O, Steve-O I mean, kicked a shark in the face. This, but... Like, that's... that's... Yeah. One of the previous movies. They drink horse sperm. Like, okay. Well, that's the thing. Um, they need to... Um, and I think with any animal cruelty allegations, it's not a... Um, it's not a civil case. It's, it's a... Uh, um, you know, like it has to come from the government. Um, so they're lobbying the government to take the action. So they can't actually do anything against them. The government, they have to convince the government to do it um, and so far from the trailer they have not so I'll be curious to see what that comes off oh, yeah, it, nothing will happen I think everyone just wants to make that go away as quickly as possible you can, I mean I, I, I agree with you know some of the things that Peter does but for most of the stuff that they do they are completely wrong they're um, yeah they're a bit crazy those people they spend more time killing animals than they do actually saving them jeez <laughs> <laughs> oh, too and then, uh, um, hey, oops. have you seen the new um, IMAX poster for Uncharted? Yes. Wow, it looks bad. Did you see this one, Duty? Uh, it's in Discord. the chat, and I think if I click on it, it will bring it up. There's no other inappropriate messages. I don't think in our thing. Uh, here, there we go. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? It looks like it was hand painted by my ten year old. Um, that's. It's stupid. Yeah, it's not great. I don't think Manhattan's that close to Barcelona. No. Um, no, I don't think so. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe you guys are going to the screening of this, um, courtesy of uh, our friends at Sony Pictures who invited us. Um, Thank you, I'm yes. curious because I've only played Uncharted 4. Uh, I think Fuzzy's played them all. I haven't played any Yes. Of them. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what it's what it's like. I'm uh, for some reason I'm still hoping it's like a not a how I met your mother scenario, but like it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hope it's not that. No, but like it's it's an old older Nathan Drake retelling his story, if that makes sense, sort of thing. Nathan Fillion, actually, yeah, you know, like he's when I was a yeah, lad. like he's Nathan Drake and he's like retelling, like you know, he's telling a fucking story to a grandkid or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, it, it could be fun, but look, I, I have no problem with uh, with Tom Holland doing what he's doing. I think he could he could be perfectly fine. Um, it just depends. Like, you know, I have a pro- massive problem with fucking Marky Mark. Um, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> what's, what's the problem, problem? bro? Um, he's he's just. Ugh. I don't like Tom Holland in this because he's not going to age into the role. He's already aged. <laughs> He's like Ian, perpetually stuck as like a tween. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's a muscly tween. I'll give him that. But you know, he's not gone all Timothy Chalamet, where he's just like you know emaciated. But you know, he, simple. He's, just pump him with roids. Yep. Things will start. Absolutely. His face will start changing. Perfect. Get him some of those Stallone growth hormones. Like you know, get him really jacked up. Like that's that's what we need. But I I think he'll be perfectly fine in this. I'm yeah. I'm not concerned about his acting. I think it'll be just more about the movie, which is probably just going to end up being another fucking 
Tomb Raider. I'm calling National Treasure. That's what this looks like to me. I, I think it'll be slightly better than National I hope Treasure, so. but yeah. Look, I mean, the whole idea with with Uncharted, right? Is it was about bringing a whole generation of like kids and all the rest of it into an Indiana Jones style hero. So that's kind of who he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you imagine a modern day Indiana Jones, um, you know, that's the 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 archetype that we're trying to we're trying to portray here. I just, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a long road to walk down for them. We'll see. And then I guess uh, unless there's anything else pressing, we can talk pretty quickly about that last um, poster that came out, which is the new Batman poster. Yes. Uh, also in the chat. There's there's a series of them as well, so they they all look the same. So that one is the uh, is the Batman. Yeah, because but it's all the main characters that have targets over their heads. Yeah, and apparently if you physically get these. Um, posters and run a uv light over them you see where everyone's jerked off yeah. on them <laughs> <laughs> no you can you can see there's like hidden notes and stuff like that in it so that's that's kind of cool um we just got oh a uh year boys from kermit kermit's watching oh, hey, kermit. <laughs> so i think the big thing in here is is the unmask the truth is the is the catchphrase so Something about obviously the Riddler, um, so it's it looks like it's the center of a gun, but it's a question mark instead of a, a sight. Unmaster Truth over Batman. Uh, the Riddler's poster where he's got the glasses over the top of the gimp mask, which just looks stupid. Um, it just says Unmaster Truth without the sights, um, and has it um, again the sights over both uh, Catwoman and the Penguin. So, yeah, very. I, every the more I see about this, I think I said this to Tom before we started recording. Mm. The less excited I am for it, I'm just not excited for this movie anymore. I mean, we're gonna watch it. We have to emphasize it's Batman. Um, but I'm <laughs> I I think since the the first original trailer where we seen beat the living shit out of like a Joker goon, I'm like I'm not I'm like. I'm not excited for it. Like, it's it's another... It seems... I could be wrong, but it seems like another gritty, realistic take on Batman like Nolan did. I'm like, I'm, we've, yeah. we've recently had that. I don't want it again. And we sort of had a gritty, realistic take with um, with uh, Joker. Um, so I'm, You know what would be a real turn is to do the camp like fucking Adam West. Like, go back to that 60s campy Batman. <laughs> Bring back the camp, I say. Um, oh, there's no, that's, there's... That would be that would be original and well, not original, but it'd be a different. Sh- it would be a massive shift in cinematic stuff. Like Batman shifted the whole you know idea of superhero movies when they did the Nolan stuff to that gritty take. Yeah, and yeah, that that became a, the archetype for you know new new movies coming through. And I I want more camp. Just not oh. going back. Yeah, I'd like a uh, exactly. Arkham style like. Batman animated series live action sort of, you know, the sky is red sort of styling. I fucking love the everything the animated series does. Best version of Batman. Well, look, I mean, yep, yeah, no, I I agree. I think it's pretty awesome. I mean, I th- I think if you're gonna go gritty, I think they need to go full gritty and show us some Batawang. Like, you know, they've committed to it in the comic books. Oh no, no, no just did show you, us the wang. You, you know, so um, Batman Damned issue one first printing, you can see um. 
uh, Batman's <laughs> dick. You can see the, 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 the light bouncing around it. You can see his wang. Second printing, they got rid of it. They censored it. Because apparently DC didn't know that you could see Batman's dick. So, um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> they printed a whole series without knowing that... <laughs> it was fairly obvious. I mean, They knew. You know. They knew. It was obvious. the reaction they got back. And then that book flew off the fucking shelves. They were like, oh, we didn't know. There was, there was, How many copies did you buy, Duty? Uh, I have one. I only have one. I got the Jim Lee. I got, <laughs> one remaining, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got jizz on the other ones. Um, I got the uh, Jim Lee variants because Jim Lee did some sweet fucking variants. Um, but yeah, um, fu- uh, Fuzzy, question for you because this is yep. this is a question also we have in chat. When's the Predator episode coming? Do you need an expert on that shrimp? Have we heard anything about that new Predator film that's coming out that's like set well before like assault rifles with cave people? Um, yeah, no, I don't know if there's anything other than the initial announcement that it's going to be happening at some point. Yeah. Um, it might have got fucking shot down because everyone thought it was a shit idea. Uh, but yes, look, if, if the moment that comes out, we will be doing an episode on it because it looked, well, it sounded fucking bonkers. Basically, predators taking on cave people. So, I mean, how else can they shit on this particular franchise, this property? I don't know. Um, apparently, this is the way that they've chosen this time. This is the way. <laughs> what a perfect segue. <laughs> This is the way into our review of the last two episodes of The Mandalorian. Uh, our <laughs> last episode, if you wanted to hear our opinions on the first four? You're four. talking oh. about Boba Fett? Oh, no, I'm talking about The Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> the book of The Mandalorian. The book of Boba Fett, where, of course, the uh, last two episodes were not Boba Fett. <laughs> no, it was... It was... Well, the, the one was a Mandalorian episode and the other was a fucking... The most recent one is a fucking dope, brilliant fucking episode that Dave Filoni has just done. I loved it. Um, the Book of Mando. That's what Shrimp calls it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I Don't get me wrong. I like what they've done. I think they should have done it probably sooner in the show rather than sort of in the middle starting of third act sort of thing. Too many flashbacks. I don't flashbacks. know what they've done at all. Like, make a Boba Fett series. And make it good. <laughs> Fuck's sake, you didn't have an, a difficult task. This character was loved from 15 minutes of screen time. Seriously. <sighs> I, don't think, I don't think they've done it <laughs> bad. I think there's some things they definitely should have changed. Like, once Boba Fett has his armour, he has his armour. doesn't take the helmet off. If you want to show Tamora Morrison's face, flashbacks. There you go. But, I mean, to, to Tom's point, um, I mean... This is a seven-episode series. I don't know if they're going to do like a, an additional one um, or anything else, but they've made <laughs> so far in this series out of six episodes that we have that exist. He's been basically been in them for four, and the, yeah. <laughs> the other two episodes have been about everything else except Boba. He was in that last episode for maybe thirty seconds. Maybe he says one line and then fucks off and it changes again. Like it's it's ridiculous. They've got one episode to go. They've had some is of these episodes. Ep- it's not one episode to, to go, is it? There's seven episodes in the season really? so that we've just watched episode six. So there's one more episode to go and he's not been in two of those six episodes. That's crazy. It's absolutely mental to call your show something like this. The fucking balls of on Dave Filoni to like just 
fuck off the, the the character that the show's made about. It's like having Seinfeld, like having two episodes of Seinfeld without fucking Jerry Seinfeld in it. It's just crazy that they would do this. We heard the uh, <laughs> the whole theory that the reason why they made this is because they were having issues with um, Pedro's uh, contract and him wanting to show his face more. Um, oh, okay. And so they just went, oh, fuck it, we'll just make this series while we work that out. It is a lower um, budget compared to Mandalorian as well, this series. And also the, well, the Mandalorian in it wouldn't be Pedro. Just some random dude with a mask on. Yeah, and just his voice. But he's, it's it. Pedro saying the lines. Yes. Yeah. But they didn't, yeah. they didn't need him there to do any of this stuff. Well, I was watching the, um, um, the like, after every season of The Mandalorian, they do, like, the making of sort of thing. Um, and they they actually talk about the stunt doubles who play Mando and stuff like that as well, and you can you can sort of tell if it's Pedro or if it's like the combat stunt double in some instances as well. But they they do it really. Is well. it because they're either doing combat or talking? Like they, there's there's two different types. Yes. Well, they they <laughs> the the fight with Moff Gideon is a it's a combat um, stunt double um, who had to yeah. basically match. What uh, match and, def- and defend against um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, and apparently in that in that scene when they were filming it, he was Giancarlo was getting so intense and just like ferocious in his actual swings and stuff like that in those takes that the stunt actor was being like fuck and actually having to properly stop him and block him because he was just like losing himself in the fight, and you can actually see like his <laughs> his feet are fucking pivoting when he's doing things because he's actually trying to hold him back. It's it's really cool. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Well, uh, look, I, th- I think they've they've done like let's talking about specifically these last two episodes. Like they focus. Like I think it was the end of episode four. Mm. They're basically trying to round up additional mercenaries to you know assist in the fight against the syndicate. Mm. And as soon as they do, it just like cuts away. Like they put in the Mandalorian music and then the next two episodes have just been about him and it's just amazing like it's it's filling in all these gaps that I feel that we're going to get between you know this and the next Mando season it apparently comes out in and, December you know, of this year okay yeah. yeah there you go and you know it's all about you know what he's been up to what he's doing you know he gets himself a new ship um, that's fucking you know, cool he, though he starts learning to use the dark saber, which is pretty cool too. So anyone who doesn't remember, the dark saber is the black lightsaber that he gets off Moff Gideon at the end of the second season. It's just like everything about it's fun. Like he has a massive fight at the start of the the um, episode five where he's using the dark saber to just chop dudes in half, which is fucking awesome. But yeah, you can you can and, see as well like it references. Um when Sabine Wren gets the Darksaber in Rebels, I think it's season four, season three or season four, Sabine gets it in Rebels. And when Kanan's yep. teaching her how to use the Darksaber, Sabine, who's not a Jedi, she's a Mandalorian as well, she's like, it's heavy. And she's like, yeah, because you're fighting against the will of the blade. But if you fight with it, you'll move more efficiently and effectively. And that's when we see Mando try to use it and he fucking slices his leg open. And it's yeah. like, and he's complaining yeah. the same thing, it's heavy. That's cool. I love it at the end though. He just fucking chops that dude in half. The table, the table, and <laughs> yeah, oh, just it's just great fun and just yeah, you know, everything about it. They did, yeah, you know, it's stuff that I think I was expecting for the rest of Boba Fett was like seeing like the the, the show, seeing some of that kind of action in in the show, and there just wasn't really nearly enough of it. 
and I think you know seeing this character walk back in, you know he's got his cool fucking you know Beskar steel staff like spear thing that he melts down and this amazing yeah and an amazing like you know, dark saber like it's just everything about it is just cool and iconic and I I think he's kind of earned the right to be that cool whereas Boba Fett I sorry to say Tom I know you're a big Boba Fett fan really hasn't earned anything from us I will I stage. will say though that yes he, no, he had they ruined it though <laughs> oh, it, was, it was fucking he, sick he, in the Mandalorian he, he was already sla- he had the fucking I am cool bumper sticker on the back of his helmet from childhood <laughs> he had the benefit of nostalgia and they fucked it up oh, but the, first, the first time yeah. we see Fred- Boba Fett in the Mandalorian where he just fuck like he fires his whistling birds out of his knees like that's fucking cool shit. But he he should be like calculated. He should be quiet. He should be thinking about things. He talks way too fucking much. Yeah. He does talk. Yeah. Really I think there's there there feels to be a lot of like Boba Fett's doing this like, like this gritty work that he probably shouldn't be doing. He should be passing this off to somebody else to do. He's doing all the legwork. He's supposed to be this fucking head honcho, big badass, and he's he's kind of not. He's just walking around everywhere. I just don't. But think he no, he no longer wants to be a bounty hunter from. anymore. He wants to be, you know, he wants to be the Godfather. Yeah, but, but and yet he seems to do a lot of stuff that bounty hunters would do, like let people so, go. <laughs> and he should somewhat have the fear and respect to a certain regard. Which I, I think he's kind of earning, and he's he's building that up. You know, he saved the um, uh, cast and the, the the big gladiator Wookiee dude. Like yeah. you know, he's got you know he's he's been you know he's had some of that that high level Godfather action, but hasn't he's just been doing too much legwork. I need I need send out the Wookiee to rip some arms off. Like he already has ripped an arm yeah. off. <laughs> but he, I need Boba Fett to tell him, you know, go do your thing. Just you know, rip, rip an arm off or. <laughs> Pull his leg off or something. Like, I need that to be Boba Fett's choice. Yeah. To tell somebody to do so. And he hasn't really done that. So, it just, he hasn't had the agency that I think I need to see from uh, from that cool I'm, character. I'm do think... I'm oh, sorry, you go. No, no, I'm, I'm kind of digging so far with, like, what they're doing is that they're basically... You know, Boba Fett started with just him and Fennec Shand inside Boba F- uh, Jabba's old palace. He had nothing. Then he gets two Gamorrean guards... And then he gets a Vespa kid crew of mods. Fine. Um, but then he gets, you know, a fucking Wookiee Gladiator that's pulled from the comic books as well. Sweet. Great. And then, yep. you know, Mando's like, yeah, fuck it, I'll help you out. You know, I'll do it for free. Awesome. And then we get fucking Cobb Vamp Timothy Oliphant back in it. As soon as he rocked up, I'm like, I'm fucking on board. I fucking love Timothy Oliphant. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, holy shit. And the, the stuff that happened in that last episode, mm-hmm. like episode six, holy moly. Like, it's it's one of those things that I was watching with the family and Little Fuzz was watching with me and he just, as soon as he realised, like, I recognised the character coming in first yep. and then as soon as he realised who it was, he fucking started blowing his mind. Yep. So, are we allowed, can we yeah, spoil we, it? Yeah, we, we, we got to talk about it. It's the coolest right. fucking thing. So they, they go out and um, uh, the Mando's talking to, uh, to um, Timothy Oliphant's character and he's trying to get him and like all the villagers on side to be part of the crew. He fucks off and Timothy Oliphant's out in the middle of the street and then spaghetti western style coming in from the shimmering distance, walking in like a badass is fucking Cad Bane. 
out of the Clone um, Wars and uh, Rebels. Clone Wars, yeah. And look, just seeing a live action Cad Bane is amazing. The only thing I will say is his hat's a little bit too small. Yeah, he's got he's got a big duster hat. <laughs> the hat needs to be wider, but he just walks in and he's just your your typical like. It, like, it's a uh, spaghetti yeah. western bad guy. He just walks in. And he goes, "Hey, this, this town ain't big enough for the Boba Whatever Boba kind of thing, Fett's you know? paying you, will match it, and you just have to do yeah. nothing." And I'm just like, oh. "It was the moment I it had cool. seeing just that little glimmering shot of someone in the distance walking, and just the way the heat waves. Seeing oh, everybody the, knew who it was. The big hat and the duster coat. I've just gone fuck. And Mon's like, "What is?" It? I'm like, "Shut up." <laughs> I've I've done. <laughs> well, that's yeah. the thing. Like I did. Myself and Little Fuzz were going, oh shit, oh shit. And I was just like, shut up, don't say anything to the, the lovely Lady Fuzz because she has no idea yeah. what's going on. We'll tell her later. I, I, but like, it was just great to experience that moment and see the coolness of everything that was happening. I there. had the same thing of like, the same reaction of when you see Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One when he turns around. I was like, <gasps> but it was like, this is fucking the coolest bounty hunter. Like, this was the guy that was cool before Boba Fett became a bounty hunter. Like, you know, timeline-wise. He's taken on Obi-Wan in a fucking hand fight and won. Like... I will say, there, there, I, I had a problem with the hat. The size of the hat was just a little bit too small. The only other problem that I had was he had, didn't have his toothpick. Like, because he oh, always had a toothpick, fucking yeah. toothpick that he was, like, chewing around with. And just, like... But just the the the... the the timbre of his voice it's, like a, it's the voice actor yeah it's definitely the voice actor it's so the, cool he looks great and he's just there's a bit of trivia as well cool. I don't know if you guys know it um, I got it from Mitch uh, good old Blank Mongoose um, he told me because it was a deleted episode of uh, the Clone Wars that wasn't finished and that didn't go to air but Cad Bane and Boba Fett have history right now they had a duel in a in a non-completed episode of the Clone Wars, and they both shot each other in the head. Cad Bane gets shot in the head, and that's where he gets his metal plate from in Rebels. And Boba Fett oh, okay. gets the yep. dent in his helmet. That's where that dent comes from, is Cad Bane shooting him in the head. I saw oh. somebody talking about this recently. So, yeah, interesting that that's, you know, it's not canon. No, it, it is. Dave, Dave Filoni is like, yeah, no, nah, that episode didn't air, but that's, you know... It's canon. That's that's that's. that's. <laughs> I love that. The episode didn't air. You're probably never going to see it, but it's canon. So this is this is how it. I mean, Dave Filoni <laughs> can do whatever the fuck he wants. Mate, that's a, that's very much a Poochie died on the way back to his home planet kind of moment. I like, don't you know, you've got to show that stuff. You got to show show a flashback. Or, that, or something. I mean, they like, might show a flashback cool. in the next episode or something like no that. No more flashbacks. I'm I'm no. hoping the next well, episode no. is like a, an hour and a half or two no hours long, more like a long flashbacks. Episode. <laughs> I There's need, this show. Cool I, I, I I need this show to move forward. Well, forward. We, we we don't have with, anything with the main character. We don't have anything Please. to flash back to. Like <laughs> we've seen how he gets his armor. We've seen how he gets his ship. Like we don't have anything to flash back to. I just want something to fucking happen. Dude, something did happen. Like, you look at these last two episodes, things actually Cad more Bane, stuff happened in two episodes. Luke, with the main then, then character. Anything <laughs> I mean, they've had four episodes to do anything, and they did nothing. So I think they've just gone. You know what? Fuck it. We'll do a better story. And we've had, uh, we've had the Mando fight one of his other Mandalorians for the the right John to have the black saber, which was fucking great. Um, we had um, the return of oh, well, the new ship gets built, so he's the, the now Naboo using a fucking fighter. Naboo fighter, which is just amazing. Like it looks great, it sounds cool. 
and it's got a little pod for like yeah they don't talk about it but it's a perfectly sized pod for Grogu yeah who is all like the season uh, episode 6 is all about Grogu they go to like catch up with him and pick him up no yeah and essentially it's it's a it's a, a chance to show off the new CG where they've got fucking Luke Skywalker all CG'd up and looking much better than he that's, did at the end the, of fucking that, uh, was, that was impressive season 2 that, that's that was what i want to talk impressive. about i saw a thing on twitter and s- as Star Wars nerds do, they're toxic and fucking losing their minds, right? Of course. Luke Skywalker yeah. looks better in this season because there was the dude on YouTube who did his version of a deep fake, and it looked yeah. better, and Lucasfilm hired him because it was so good, right? Some dude on Twitter changed and did his version of a deep fake, or, you know, just had a bit of fun himself, and did that to uh, Cad Bane. And Cad Bane oh, okay. looked better. He he didn't. He, it wasn't a night and day shift, but it looked more like his iteration from Clone Wars. It was a more of a dark blue skin. His 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 mouth wasn't like because he's got fake teeth, and his mouth wasn't shooting out of the front of his mouth. His teeth weren't shooting out of the front of his mouth. He looked more like, like a Cad Bane. And people are like, "How dare you do that?" People worked hard on this. I'm like, dude, that's how we got a better look. And man, in this episode, in this episode of Mandalorian, is look, people I, doing their own work I, I, and hide for it. I think there's 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 two different things here because they're doing you know obviously Luke Skywalker they're trying to keep the the Mark Hamill look and you know they did a, a thing with his voice where they've used a um, AI to actually build out his line so he didn't do the voice acting for it it's all done via computer so that's you know very interesting techniques there but with Cad Bane itself they're trying to do like you know real life things like they did with Ahsoka and getting her head shape and all the rest of it like there you know, you they've just... tried to make it real life without doing like cg so much and i actually appreciate that they're doing physical stuff like physical makeup and all the rest of it i think it's totally fine yes his skin color looks a little bit different but then again he's aged a bit since yeah the, that, that's know, what shrimp says the, cad bane is like 70 years older than boba but i just put the photo in the chat if you want to have a look at it like yeah. that's the i i think the adjusted version like that dude could definitely get hired by fucking Lucasfilm to be like, yeah, you know what? That's <sighs> I. It looks I, more like Cad Bane. I don't see a big enough that big a difference, to be honest. I, I'm I am totally fine with how they've done it. Like yeah. I, I get that there's differences between you know a cartoon and real life, and I appreciate that they're actually doing like old school Star Wars had you know physical actors. They had you know prosthetics and all sorts of stuff. You know foam and all the rest of it. Like that feels more in the universe than just doing a CG version. Yeah, of it. and that's one CG character is is more than enough. Like you can get away with one. Two or more, like it just feels like you're just making excuses now. So I, I think they've they've tried to stick with within the the feel for Star Wars, and they've they've captured that perfectly. So that's that's fine for me. Uh, well, there's but still yeah. uh, uh, the the Sith, only Sith deals in absolutes. You can either have a Mithril chainmail vest, or you can have a lightsaber. What are you picking, Yoda? Yeah, that pissed me off. Mm. That really annoyed me because that to me was not Luke's character. And they've clearly deviated from the books as well. Like, the books were not canon anymore anyway, but in the books and the previous video games, the whole thing was that Luke was a lot more open to those things and accepting of those things. He had a wife. He gets a wife. Mara Jade. Yep. Um, Who looks a little bit like the, the one of the mod people. Like, reminds me a bit of Mara Jade. Mm. But, like... I don't know. I thought there there was a whole thing in previous legacy 
now storylines was that he was a lot more open and accepting and understood that the old ways of the Jedi were not correct. And that's what led to their downfall. And and you look at, like, you know, you, you talk about, like, he's trying to say, well, you have to embrace a certain way or the other, and, you know, dealing in absolutes. He's like, the whole thing is Jedis aren't supposed to form attachments. And he's literally attaching him to Yoda's lightsaber. The whole thing with lightsabers as well is it's supposed to be something that they go out and the Jedis, the Padawans, find their own crystal yeah. and build their own lightsaber. That's part of them becoming a Jedi. You can't just give someone a lightsaber. Oh, like, no, you, you know, can Luke in 7, 8, one. 9. Uh, this is Luke's lightsaber. Take just, it. It's a story for another time that I'll never explain. He, he, he used his father's lightsaber for a considerable amount of time. But then but he then built he his own. Yeah. Like, you know, when he became a proper Jedi... Like, you know, and, you know, that was between, um, what was it, five and yeah. six. Like, he became, went away and trained, became a proper Jedi, and built his own lightsaber. So, like, yeah, there's, there is stuff, like, there's reasons around all of that, right? It's part of a rite of passage that you're supposed to go through. And, yeah, it just, it, it's a bit weird that he is forcing Grogu to make a decision that wouldn't be made, wouldn't be asked of any other Jedi because he wants to stick with tradition. It just, it's, it is uncharacteristic of Luke and Jedi's in general. It just doesn't make any the, sense. The, that he's the only that. thing I can think of is because we, you know, see him in the episode being like, he, you know, Grogu's unsure, but also it's his first student, so he's probably unsure as well, and he's probably being like, or might be being like, I want this kid to fuck off so I can actually confirm that this is something I want to pursue. You know, you don't want to become a teacher and then you see your first kid rock up in class and being like, ooh, I don't know if I want this anymore. <laughs> Yeah. That's that's the, literally the only thing I can think of. But you know, there's probably other people who would be able to think of other things. Um, yeah. but it was cool seeing Ahsoka ah, again but... as well. That was that was kind of cool. Um, and yeah. having the sort of <laughs> I was I, I turned over to Mon and went, "This must be really weird for Ahsoka." And Mon's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Because that's her old master's kid, who you know turned evil and killed a lot of the people of the galaxy." And, you know, there's just Jodie Foster standing there. So, you know, it must be a bit weird. And she's like, no, it's probably not weird. I'm like, I think it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. They um, there's, there's some interesting choices they've made with all of this and just how they're tying it in. So Ahsoka's obviously not sticking around, going to go off and do her own TV show. So that's Going to find Ezra. Um, she's fucked off. Yep. I don't know if we're going to see any more of like whether or not Grogu makes a decision, whether or not that's saved for next season is, is going to be an interesting one for The Mandalorian. I, I, I was um, thinking that we might get a wars going on in Mos Espa, Mos Eisley, somewhere in Tatooine with a syndicate and Boba Fett and stuff like that, and Grogu makes the decision of you know going back to Mando, and either Ahsoka or Luke takes him back to Mando, who's on Tatooine, and not only are we going to have potentially some more awesome lightsaber fighting, which is great. But we might have Boba Fett and Luke Skywalker and, Luke and Boba Fett being like, that's the cunt who pushed me into the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> 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 you know, like, that, that's what I was thinking as I was re-watching Mandalorian Season 2. I'm like, Boba Fett wasn't on his ship to, like, create that fake distraction that got them onto Moff Gideon's light cruiser. He would have been in the room when Luke came fucking running through. That would have been a cool fucking interaction. Mm. I also wouldn't be surprised if they do a... a like, they've done it with Luke, but a young CG Han Solo. You know, like, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Like, no, you. <laughs> you never know. Blech. <laughs> it gives, that leaves an awful taste in my mouth. I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I don't want that yeah. at all. 
So surprise. All I want to see is I want to see. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Grogu. Like I, I think he is definitely going to decide to go with the Mandalorian because the inference, if he doesn't go there, is that he gets killed as part of that whole fucking temple uprising um, with Kylo. How Ren, the hell did he uh, survive the temple the prior? Like we see a flashback and we see the 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 clone troopers running, like basically moving towards him, and then it stops. I'm like, were you like yeah. on? Like Yoda's back or something? Or, or no, Yoda wasn't even there. Yeah. Yoda's back. Back again. Uh, no, I, I, I hear you. Like, there's some something that's missing. There's a piece of that puzzle that's missing. Yeah. And I think we'll see that. And as well, Luke says, um, says, it's like I'm not teaching him stuff. He's just remembering things. So I think he's already, like, fully Jedi trained. As, uh, and it's just, I, he's going to go back with the Mandalorian. He has to. He's going to sit in that little pod behind him in the, in the, in the boot cruiser. He's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Bring on Mando season three. <laughs> uh, Biggest Tom, issue. Anything else you wanted to bring up? Yeah, go on. We've been talking about the Mandalorian for the last twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're talking about the book of Boba no, Fett. No, we're not. Mate. This is the show. This what is would, the what show. Would, that what we've would been you like to see for? Because apparently it's the last episode this week. What would redeem this show for you, Tom? I don't think they can. I don't think he's gone too far. I don't think they can. I think they've messed up the character. Do you know what? I reckon what they've done is they've actually made the Mandalorian and they've made the Mandalorian what Boba Fett should have been. And then they've gone back to do this and gone, we can't have two of the same character. I thought I saw something online. I, I, I totally agree, Tom. I absolutely. I think this this show has, while I was initially excited about it and some of the directions it took... I think it's just like as soon as you bring the Mandalorian back and you're like well that's what I wanted to watch in the first place why couldn't you make that again like just it's so frustrating you, that they've chosen to do that even Tamara the Morrison theories thinks, no the conspiracy theories of, uh, that Disney are deliberately um, damaging the old characters so that their new characters become more popular I mean don't get me wrong I think Fennec Shand is fucking cool but Boba Fett is yeah, but why is Fennec Fett? going and doing everything? Why episode five? Why didn't Boba come and talk to the Mandalorian? Why'd she have to go do it? Because because that's what like I'm saying. We need Boba Fett to be more of a Godfather type character than he is. Like he can't be doing the legwork. He's got to be sending off Fennec Shand. You know, go fucking find me some dudes. Like that's his job now. He's supposed to be. Jabba the Hutt, like sitting back and just going, oh, 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 and pushing people into the Rancor pit. That's his job. I think and also, I'll... if he rides the Rancor in the next episode, like a bantha, that is not not okay. I'm not okay with it. What? Why not? That's the whole thing. Because it hasn't developed anything of him even trying to do it. He might have been while we saw Mando doing Mando stuff. Do you remember the first first ever episode of The Mandalorian? We had to ride the fucking things. Oh, like, the blue! Yeah, and it, there was like five, yeah. There was five minutes of him trying to ride. That was boring as shit. I don't need to see him trying oh, to yeah, ride a rancor. Yeah. I just want to have a big battle, and then all of a sudden, this fucking rancor bursts out of it. Like you know, it's kennel, and it's got fucking you know Boba Fett on the top of it. That'd be cool. Have you heard that people believe that they may have made the um, the Star Wars Christmas special canon? Because when he gets uh, gets to the Rancor, he says, "I've I've ridden bigger," and in the Star Wars Christmas special, there's an animated thing where you first see Boba Fett and he's riding a giant dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> that's the um. What what the fuck do they call them? They used Caravan to the Mandalorians used to. 
Oh. No, the, the Mandalorians used to ride like a big thing. Uh, what was it called? Uh, I don't uh, know. Is there some giant monster they used to... Uh, Mythosaur, that's the one. I will say I kind of like the, that how... Um, with the introduction of the Rancor, they're, like, they're, they're very emotional creatures and people are bonded to them. I'm like, that totally explains episode six when Malachili just comes into the Rancor cave and he is just sobbing. And I'm just like, because you watch it as a kid just being like, oh, he's crying, oh, it's funny. And then you're like, no, you realize that he had a mad emotional bond to that emotional creature and it got fucking flattened by a door. And you're just sitting there going, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. So I, I reckon we should do just just quick theories on what should happen in uh, in episode seven, uh, the final episode of the the Bobby Fett show. I got a couple that I'm going to throw it at at you just to, to spark mm-hmm. off. He's picking it up from the ground. Uh, so first, <laughs> uh, first one. There was a moment. There's a couple of moments when um, uh, when the Rancor gets brought in. Uh, we, we've got obviously Danny Trejo as the um, the Rancor trainer, and it's all about you know the first person he sees he bonds with. I think Danny Trejo's already bonded with this uh, with this Rancor, and that Rancor is going to turn against Boba Fett at some stage. Oh, because he did get um, it from the huts. I think. Yeah, he got it from the huts. They gave it to him. I think they were, it's going to. Yeah, he's going to try and ride it, and he's going to get fucking eaten by a Rancor or something like that, which would be fucking cool. Whatever happens, I think Boba Fett's going to die. I think they're going to kill off his character because I don't think. Well, I think. He's too old to begin the training. Um, he's got the Mandalorian brought back in now, so there's going to create a little bit of attention in there in this sort of syndicate world and all the rest of it. Um, yeah, I think you know, we're going to maybe see Grogu here or you know, just coming in and we won't see him make a decision with Luke, but he's already made that decision and he just kind of hangs out. I think there's going to be some sort of big fight and it's going to result in some character deaths, which will be really interesting. Um, yeah, I just... I, I'm hoping that we see a lot of movement in this last episode. Like Tom says, no flashbacks or anything like that. I just want to see movement and people dying. Mm. Um, yeah, real world, real world impacts. I, I don't. I don't, I don't think they'll kill him personally. I no. reckon he'll. Okay. He'll take over. I reckon. Um, and then eventually you'll get um, Boba Fett as the leader of Tatooine, and you'll get um, Mando as the leader of Mandalore. I reckon. Oh yeah, because well, see, I think that there's that bit about he has to um, go back to the, the cabins of Mandalore. He has to go back to Man- Mandalore to the, some sacred caves or some shit. Mm-hmm. So like, so I think we're going to see that in season two. So he's going to fight Boba Fett's fight now. He still has to go back and do that. And, Bo- and Bo Katan wants like that. that as well. Exactly right. So we're going to see. I think there'll be some. That will be the whole storyline for for season two. Is him, you know, earning the right to be a Mandalorian again, and then taking over or part of this, you know, Mandalorian sect and taking over the Mandalorians at the end of it because he's got the fucking lightsaber, so or the darksaber. So that's I think they're they're saving that whole thing. They've built it up now to build the suspense and they'll they'll bring it in for well, season two. Some people are also sort of claiming Three. that they reckon that he has um Jedi potential because of the way that he's able to fly the um the Naboo starship. Because he's able to fly it at that speed. No. I need another fucking Jedi. I mean, I've a, got a Mandalorian. It's a, it's, there's, there's a thing we have nowadays in cars, right? They're in all brand new cars called radar cruise control. It tells you if there's a car in front of you. And I'm sure there's some version of that with fucking Star Wars. It's basically a Tesla is what we say. The Naboo Starfighter is the you know, space Tesla. Yeah, it's got, it's got uh, no yeah. engine warm up. It just fucking zero to 2000 straight away. <laughs> 
Oh, I fucking love his turbo boost, by the way. That I, little switch. I have, a, I have a question about that, <laughs> That bit where he's sitting there, he's, he's sitting there flying next to the two X-Wings. They're like, do you mind if you're, we ask you a few questions? He's like, flick the switch and just fucks off. That was amazing. The, um, <laughs> is, it, is he still going to be a bounty hunter? And if so, he always says, I can bring you in warm, I can bring you in cold. How is he going oh, to transport people in a one-person... It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dogfighting ship. Yes. Yep. Well, I, see, initially I thought they would discuss that little pod. Like, they, they said, oh, we took out the droid pod. You don't need that. And they've just put a little bubble in there. And it's the perfect size for Grogu. It's not going to be big enough to put a human no. in. So, yeah, I don't know how he, he's not going to be a... Clearly not going to be unless, a unless he gets anymore. a unless, unless he gets a big just sh- takes the heads. Unless yeah. he gets a big ship and he docks the, the Starfighter inside the big ship. Like, nah, I, I think he's going to... Like you know, he he did end up taking that guy's head and clearly got around with it at the. Um... Yeah, but that was the option to go in well, cold. No, if he said, "Yeah, all right, I'll that's come right, with you," yeah. so mind you, he was only it was it was taking a bounty on the same planet. He wasn't going off world to get the bounty. That's right. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. So yeah, that's that's. A... I think he, he might just focus on heads. I can take you in warm. I can take you in cold. I just say he's that like, he's because like, of my uh, catchphrase. I'm always taking you in. He's cold. like fucking. Uh, uh, <laughs> what is it? Geralt. He has the he has the head on the side of the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging it off the side of the yeah. starship, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, look, I, I agree. I think there's there's going to be some shifts in the Mandalorian's character, and he'll probably turn into probably more of a mercenary than a or you know something else other than a bounty hunter. There's no room for people on or corpses on that ship. Well, I do. Th- yeah, sorry, go, go on. No, it's one prediction that I do have: if yeah. Boba Fett survives or if he dies. The last scene of this shot should be Boba Fett or somebody else sitting on the throne again in the exact same way that he did at the end of The Mandalorian. That's what it should be. We already had that, though. We've got that shot. And like, it feels like that now that he's going through all this other stuff, it feels unearned. No, but, I, but I reckon it would be sweet <laughs> if, if you had that. And then it like panned yeah. out, and it had like his entire posse, and like closing the, the door, cry the cry climb uh, the crime bosses, and all that sort of stuff. I think that would be cool because originally it was just him and Fennec. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. him uh, killing uh, Bib Fortuna. But now that he's got you know he's got the pig guards, he's got you know the the mods. The, the, the vespers, yeah, he's got the big black uh, Wookie guy hanging out. Awesome! Like he's got he's got his posse. He needs you know a couple of dancers, some people throwing the rancor pit. Max um, Rebo. I love that. I love that scene where he had like the table, like he's having like a meeting with all the other like mem- game over members. the top of the rancor. And they're pit. like literally over the top of the rancor pit, and his claws start coming through the bottom. Great. That was that Great was stuff. more yeah, of that, that stuff. Was cool. Um, yeah. I got a mad untouchables vibe from um, when at the was it towards the end of the most recent episode where. The crime syndicate blow up the Twi'lek casino thing, oh, where it's like, Mister, yeah. Mister, you forgot your boom. Um, yeah, that <laughs> mad fucking Untouchables vibes there. I have a feeling that like Jabba's palace is going to blow up because I feel like that's an expensive set to constantly have if we do get more seasons and stuff. Um, and from that, Boba Fett's is going to be like, I put in all this hard work, and he just goes into like fuck everyone and just starts going like you know Western walking down the street shooting everything. But damn, Cobb Vanth and Cad yeah. Bane was so fucking cool. Oh, what if Cobb, <laughs> what if he kills? He might kill Fennec, and then maybe that'll actually trigger Boba Fett to go like to go nuts. after Cad. Yeah, I mean, mm. not bad, not bad idea. 
I'm looking forward. Like, clearly, we're going to get more Cad Bane at some point. Mm-hmm. So, Cad Bane versus the Mandalorian would be pretty cool. Like, just yeah, like just him with that, like the fucking gunfight with Timothy Elephant's character. Like, obviously, we, still as well, Timothy Elephant not dead. Yeah, he get he gets a glance shot, yeah. so. but he fucking yeah. destroys the deputy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, he did. You saw, you saw that coming, didn't you? Yeah. Immediately when they oh, introduced yeah. him, he's just like, well, he's going to die. Well, I, I like how they, the, the start of the episode where we have the crime syndicate out in the middle of Mos Espa and we see Timothy Oliphant, he's going to think it through. Like, that's his, his line, think it through. And I'm like, that's a fucking good line. And he's, he's showing yeah. how quick and also how cool his blaster looks. And then we see fucking Cad Bane do the same thing to him and he's fucking faster and... Cad Bane has two pistols and he only used one. Like it's, it's yeah, and he uses his left hand as well, which is apparently he's normally right-handed. I, I think from the uh, the shows, but he does have double pistols. Yeah, so and he's cool. got the the Star Lord rocket boots. I'm fairly sure. I think a bit of Star Lord's design from Guardians of the Galaxy was done on Cad Bane because they've got the same rocket boots. Yeah, there you go. Oh no, he doesn't have rocket boots. Does he's he? got like the little. I think he's got the little clip-on things on the side of his boots that let him fly. Oh, okay. Now he had uh, in this in the uh, in the show he was walking up. He had like bullets around. Yeah, his, yeah. His he also had different coloured yeah. um, gauntlets as well. They were like bright blue, where he normally has like silvers. Um, yeah, but fucking Cad Bane has taken on Obi Wan in a fucking fist fight and won. Like that's how fucking cool Cad Bane is. Yeah, he's he's a pretty badass character. I'm looking forward to uh, to more of that in future seasons of Star and Wars shows. Cat, Cat Bane and um, uh, uh, fucking Fennec Shand have already met up with uh, Bad Batch because they both go after um, the little girl. I can't remember the little girl. Oh, yeah, okay. Because she, yeah. you know, gets separated from the Bad Batch. The little Kiwi girl, eh? Yeah. And then Fennec <laughs> Shand finds her, and then Cat oh, Bane finds her. Come on, bad bitch, let's go hang out. So they've already got a they've already got a history. I am. <laughs> Curious to see what happens, to say the least, and if they're actually going to have anything senior in the uh, Pike Syndicate and how they were originally in a tentative relationship with the Crimson Dawn at some points and Ooh. all these other things. Oh, and so. obviously, if you bring if you bring all of that into it, you got to start talking about fucking Darth Maul He's as dead. well, right? Is he dead? Because yeah, he dies in Rebels, and Rebels is before Episode Four, and this is after Episode Six. Mm, true. Okay. Everyone kills him. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, you. Yep. Yeah. I see. Well, I'll I'll shut up now. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, we do have another film to speak about. Uh, so, uh, final thoughts on this? Anybody want to say about these two episodes? I'm enjoying it. I best episodes of Boba Fett. <laughs> as soon best as episode. I saw Cad Bane, like I love seeing Cobb Vanth, but then Cad Bane at the end, I was like, I'm fucking on board. Plus, we got fucking Luke doing the flips and shit, wearing the same harness with Grogu on the back. It was fucking cool. That bit where he's like walking along with Grogu as well and just like picking him up. Yeah. With force and I was like, him. holy it's shit, Grogu's great. jumping. And I'm like, no, he's fucking carrying him like a chat. This is awesome. <laughs> All right, yeah. Grogu training was yeah. by far two of the, some of the, the best, if not some of the best episodes of The Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, they were good. I'm happy that they happened because Book of Boba Fett wasn't going very far. Um, Alright, so the next thing we need to talk about, and I'm going to ask Duty to uh, tell us the storyline of this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Del Toro's new film, uh, Nightmare Alley. Duty, what's it about? Uh, Bradley Cooper goes to a circus, and they throw a duck at Shiny McShine, and it's got uh, Willem Dafoe. 
that's that's the story. That's the story. And that's about as much as Judy watched. <laughs> well, that's as far as I got until I saw Guillermo del Toro, and I immediately went, no, because Guillermo del Toro oh, yeah. does not do good things. So, yeah, so, yeah, we're talking about Nightmare Alley, and uh, it is a film noir cr- crime thriller where, um, yeah, Bradley Cooper stars as a was he a mentalist? Is that what we're calling him? I thought that was a uh, yeah. uh, charlatan. Yeah. <laughs> Charlatan, there we go. Um, it is a remake of, uh, I think it was done in 1947. I think you're right. Yeah, um, yeah of, of of the original film called Nightmare Alley, which, I mean, again, as with all films that are just being remade and called the same thing or doing another one, call it something else. Nightmare Alley 2, The Allening. The Allening. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, just come up with something different. But yes, they've basically made, and they, someone's done like a shot for shot comparison like side by side on um uh on youtube yes. so you actually see all of this stuff it's it hasn't changed anything it's essentially the exact same story which is very disappointing mm. especially considering he um, added an extra half an hour to it <laughs> oh yeah let's start with that two and a half hours runtime <laughs> wow no not this type of film why no because why? it's guillermo del toro and he needs to stroke his own ego why? He's a, I'm sorry. He's as bad as Zack Snyder for Fuzzy. Like, is he though? Yeah, no. he always has to fucking have some grotesque fucking thing or some stupid fucking story. So he he has a style. Yeah. Yeah. How dare he? <laughs> it's a, but it's, um, it's, I mean, I will just say though, Judy, that one of these directors has won an Oscar. He won so, an Oscar um, for what? Ah, uh, for Touch of Water. Just gonna say that he has. Yeah, touch of the fish penis. Yes, um, yeah. <laughs> um, just gonna say he has won an Oscar. So just as a as a comparison between him and fucking Sir Zack Snyder, little bit of a difference. Little bit of a difference. Uh, fucking sir, like just touch no. Touch of the penis. <laughs> touch of the fish penis. Fish dick. The shape of a fish dick. Um, look. I will say there is some some really cool stuff about uh, Del Toro's style with like you know you look at things like Pan's Labyrinth, Mimic, um, some of the stuff that you see in this with like you know babies in jars and shit. Like there was some really cool like physical visual effects that he does, and I like those styles. Mm-hmm. This film was probably not one for him to direct. It was if you're going to do a shot for shot remake, just let somebody else fucking do it. Like you know I, I need to. A lot of directors can you know direct in sepia tones, so. You know, uh, yeah, let them do it. Mm. It felt closer to a dark directorial sort of thing, a uh, version of uh, what's his name? Uh, Grand Budapest. Who, who created it? Who's that? Wes Anderson? Yeah, or, at the start, it felt like a very like twisted Wes Anderson sort of vibe to it in the first yeah. first hour of it, sort of thing, and then it sort of deviated from it. It didn't feel like a Del Toro film at all. No, not at all. And, like, and that's, you know, when they started showing like a baby in a jar with like an eye in the middle of its head, I was like, oh shit, okay, now we're going to get into the weird stuff. Now it's going to, and then it just, it went in a completely different direction. It's like, I mean, this this film is two and a half hours long. There's almost two films in here. The first one where he's at the fucking carnival where almost nothing happens. Um, and then the second half, which is like a crime thriller, you know, scam movie, which is, if you cut out the first hour, it probably would have made a great hour and a half of, you know, 
Kate Blanchett being sexy and, you know, this manipulative, you know, psychiatrist and Bradley Cooper trying to, you know, steal money from the mob. Like, really great story there. Mm -hmm. Not so much in the first, like, part. There's just shit. They set up a bunch of shit that happens at the end. Yeah. Chekhov's geek. Like, it just, you know, just waiting for shit to happen. Like all Guillermo del Toro movies. Oh, shush. Shush. How many of them have you actually seen? Hellboy... Hellboy 2. Um, Hellboy's a great film. It's not great. It's it's severely have you, fine. Have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? I watched the first 10 minutes of it and I went, I'm good. Subtitles. Subtitles, Tom. I oh, know. Uh, I just watched the fucking <laughs> Korean Monsters movie. Well, Fucking yeah, subtitles. Done that, go, That's why we were so shocked go, when you watched it, because it has subtitles. Go back and watch Pan's Labyrinth. Like, seriously. Pan's Labyrinth is it's his, fabulous. In my opinion, it's, it's his best film. But I haven't seen Shape of Water, so... Touch yeah. Water. Apart from the uh, the fish sex, it's uh, it's quite a good but film. Is there actual Labyrinth fish is sex? A very, it's a very good film. You don't see it on screen, but essentially, like there's a there's a character who looks essentially like Abe Sapien, who's been you know, stuck in this institute, and this woman who works there um, breaks him out, and they form a romantic relationship, and it cuts away, so you don't see the fish sex, but it's heavily implied that she checks out the fish dick. Back to your nightmare, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. No, Duty's stunned. Yeah, it, it is a very good film, though. I'd, I'd recommend so, it. What, what, uh, no, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, to, to Fuzzy's point before, yeah, the, 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 the two separate films that are in here. Uh, the first film is bad um, and slow Terrible. and boring. And Siobhan lasted half an hour before I had to listen to her snoring for the remaining two hours <laughs> of the film. Like, she was out. She was gone. Um, and you, you know what, Tom? This is stunning that that's so boring because every time you turn around, you walk into some sort of award-winning actor. Like within the first few minutes, we've got Willem Dafoe, um, we've got Tony Collette, we've got fucking Ron Perlman shows up, of course. Because of course it's, it does. Know, it's a Del Toro movie. Like there's just... Uh, Rooney Mara's in here as well. There are fantastic actors every time you turn your head. And it's it's stunning that they're given nothing to do it's it's so like it's horrendously boring yeah yeah i i forced myself not to fall asleep like i had to put myself <laughs> in uncomfortable positions on the couch yeah which you is well hmm? you deliberately put yourself in uncomfortable positions to watch this film to watch the first <laughs> hour yes Jeez. it doesn't get engaging until after the first hour yeah, as soon as they leave the the whole carnival circus thing, it gets much more interesting. That's a a very interesting story, and I get why they've done it. There's a lot of setup in there that you know comes back around. I don't think they need it. I, d- I don't think it's required. You could do that in five minutes or ten minutes of you know flashback scenes or something else, some other avenue to discuss that. You don't need an hour of setup to get to that point. That's. In my opinion, a film like this, two and a half hour runtime is almost unforgivable. It's not yep. doesn't warrant it, shouldn't have it. That's excess. I don't understand why they would have thought that was good. And from our discussions earlier, Fuzzy, I'm shocked that this is actually getting good critic reviews because Yeah. I guess the benefit of it is there's a twist in it, which I personally didn't anticipate. Really? 
you can, um, yeah, yep, fair enough. I mean, I saw I, I, it was very predictable for me, like watching it. I was like, wow, that went down a pathway. I thought it would go down. Wow. <laughs> it's it's a little bit disappointing. But yeah, there is a, a mild twist in here. So if you if you catch that, I think that'll be okay. But I don't know if it's worth sticking around for. Okay. But the, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's very droll. Uh, I think there's, I mean, the the critical reviews at the moment, they're getting about 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. If you look at the original um, critic reviews for the original movie, it's they're about 87%. So it's doing slightly worse than that one. Um, I will say that one has a one hour and 51 minute time as well. So it's it's still a very long movie, for, especially for back mm. then. Um I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think it's a good story, to be honest. I think there's too much there they're throwing into the mix that's, um, yeah, that's no good. Yeah. I guess it, yeah. we don't necessarily need to spend a long time dwelling on this anyway. So um, no. it's going to be a Let's... quick snippet review, I think. Um... <laughs> Do you want to give it a score? Like... <laughs> 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 I find it wow. No, I find it very hard to score this one because the first hour of it was horrendously boring. The rest of it was a perfectly salvageable film, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I feel like it was relatively well acted. It um, had twists and turns in it, which were interesting, and there was um, uh, five. <laughs> yeah, I um, I would say you cut out that first hour, it might, the score goes up you know? significantly. But, I think. Yeah, I I just don't think there's like for the runtime. I need a bigger. I need bigger twists. I need weirder things to happen, it, especially when you do something that's exactly the same as some older film. Like I, I would expect something different to happen, or at least some bigger shocks or some bigger spectacle from a, an actor of del toro uh, sorry director of del toro's caliber i'd expect him to do something with his his talents and he does nothing so five seems like a person a perfectly reasonable score for this one it's yeah a strong meh. yeah would not recommend no dodge double it see you start a film and it says <laughs> del toro you turn it off because you're just in for a long boring bouts of nothing or an Oscar-winning film. It could go either way. Now, <laughs> was it an Oscar-winning film because nothing else really came out around that time? Like, Chip I'm sure, I'm, like, this year's Oscars are probably going to go to bloody Sonic and Black Widow or something because, you know, no movies came out last year. The Shape of Water was 2017. Was it? Yeah. What else came yeah. out in 2017? I don't know. Something. Let's, let's uh, look. Uh, Geostorm. That came out there. <laughs> Fuck off, Fuzzy. <laughs> Wait, what, what did they get the Oscar for? Uh, I think it was Best Picture. Best Picture. Yeah, let's have a look. 2017 Spider-Man Oscar. Homecoming. Uh, Logan. Oh, Logan. Oh, Logan was Logan's, film, Logan's yeah. fantastic. We're looking for the nominees. Not... Uh, okay, so La La Land, Arrival, Moonlight. Lion, Actual Ridge, Manchester by the Sea. No, no. So this is what happens every time you do this thing. So they win the Oscars in the year after they get released. So you're looking at the 2017 Oscar nominees, which were for 2016 uh, movies. Right. So you have to look at the 2018 Oscars awards, which were for 2017 movies. Well, that's so dumb. Yeah. I know. I know. 
um, so let's have a look. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. Yeah. I mean, dark, uh, I enjoy, I like Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Three Billboards. Uh, th- Three Billboards was amazing. But, uh, Phantom Thread was good. Uh, Lady Bird was in there as well. Like, There's some good movies in there. Get yeah. Out, get Dunkirk, out Darkest Hour. Those three films are good, but I wouldn't have thought they would have been that level good. I think Three Billboards was probably a better movie than The Shape of Water, to be honest. But I think it's on Three um, Billboards Disney was good. It. it was good. Yeah, it's a fantastic film. Watch it. Check that one out. Watched it on a plane, I think. Yeah, watched it when I went over to America. Ooh, there you go. Hmm. But yes, that's um, yeah. It was a good year for films, so it wasn't up against nothing, duty. So, <laughs> I mean, Dunkirk was in there. Dunkirk was shit. It was bad, very bad. <sighs> Every opportunity, don't you? It's a bad movie. Every opportunity to dump it. Just call Dunkirk. it Dunkirk, <laughs> where you can dump on it. Yeah. Nine point six for Aquaman. I don't take your opinion on Dunkirk. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. For a comic book movie, we're using its comic book origins. It was good. Or comic book inspiration. Sorry. Fair enough. All right. Um, yeah, that's probably it for us this week. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't think there was anything else we were going to talk about. So uh, we'll leave it there, everybody. Thank <laughs> you for watching on the Twitch person of one, uh, which is actually me. <laughs> <laughs> when does do uh, the numbers uncharted next week isn't it no uh uncharted's uh coming out the week after so yes, yes we may be back with some jackass or something else oh god not it's actually not... we're not inviting a jackass on like they're watching the movie jackass but it's like it's not a jackass movie because it's like it's handing the reins to other people i'm like no we watch jackass for the people have you seen a jackass movie before johnny knoxville does literally like two of the things he walks around as an old man with pulls out his testicles and then everything else it's just him pushing dudes into stuff like that's that's jackass He's the instigator. Yeah, people watch Jackass for the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they watch him for Johnny Knoxville laughing. His Johnny Knoxville's laugh, laugh is fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And thankfully, <laughs> but most of the no time Bam, he's just hurting extras. No <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so thank God for that. I'm not sure how we would review Jackass if we did Jackass because it's not really <laughs> a traditional film. But yes. let's work out. All right. <laughs> uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening, tuning in. Do whatever you're doing. You're being you. Thanks for being you, listener. We appreciate you. Appreciate that shit. Appreciate it. And, of course, yes, we know you have a choice when listening to pop culture podcasts, and you clearly picked the one with nerd in the title. Uh, So... I've forgotten the rest of the thing. Oh, dear. (laughs) You've forgotten how to say goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Hello. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.